Hey guys, this is Ambar Mehta. And this is Tay Manik. You are listening to That Side Over There, the podcast for your future. So today we have with us Ms. Neeshi Jain. She is a B.Tech engineer in electronics and telecommunication from VJTI Mumbai. That's a very prestigious college in Mumbai, guys. Also, she's done her master's from University of Maryland in human-computer interaction. She has uh, multiple experiences as a user experience researcher and UX designer. Hi, Neeshi. Great to have you here. Hi, Ampar. Uh, thanks so much for inviting me. Uh, I am really happy to share my experiences with you guys. Neeshi, we just want you to introduce yourself. Um, sure. So, uh, yeah, my name is Neeshi. And uh, right now I am in the US, living in Ohio, uh, in a city called Dublin. Uh, I am originally from Mumbai. I was born there, raised there. Uh, and I was pretty much there till the age of 23, uh, when uh, I completed my uh, undergrad degree and also did uh, a job for two years. And then I moved to the US, uh, pursued my master's for two years, and then now I'm working. Yeah. So I just wanted to ask you why engineering in general? So this is going to be the most cliched answer, I guess, because uh, most people join engineering because they scored really well, unfortunately, in that standard. So they end up taking science, which is the cliched part, because if you earn like good marks, you have to take science. And then, so my father is an engineer. You know, you usually take up professional courses based on role models around you. And I guess he was a big influence in taking up engineering. I wasn't really fascinated by it, but then I didn't really see any other career professionals other than a doctor around me or a chartered accountant, I would say. So um, since I didn't have anything else, I was really passionate about art. But then I didn't really see anyone around me who was professionally doing that. And so engineering seemed like the most optimum, I would say, at that point. Being an engineer would have helped you a lot in your field. It does, actually, because right now I'm in tech. And even though I'm a UX researcher and I don't use, you know, engineering much, but then having a background in engineering sort of helps you develop this analytical mindset. And also, even though you're not aware about a lot of technologies these days, but when you read about it, it's easier for you to understand it. And it's easier for you to talk to engineers in the language that they understand. And I feel that, so indirectly, it's been helpful, yes. Uh, Naishi, the one thing I want to ask you is, from you came from an engineering background, and suddenly mm-hmm. you're introduced to this very new field called UX and UI which mm-hmm. is not even directly dependent on engineering, I would say. It completely mm-hmm. depends on human psychology and how humans react to various colors and stuff. So how did you take this transition from being an engineer to being a UX UI designer? Sure. So I was working for this nonprofit in Mumbai called Make a Difference. And they followed this framework, I would say, called human-centered design. And they applied it to a very different context. Like usually human-centered design, when we talk about, can be applied to creating tech products, creating services, but they applied to solve a problem which required them to actually, it was related to education, basically. 
and that's when i learned about this framework and um i saw some webinars about it too because i was really fascinated and that's how i got introduced to ui uh, like design thinking and as you would know ux is very influenced from human centered design and design thinking so that's when i got introduced to both of these frameworks and i was like okay yeah uh, you know finally i think i i think this is like my calling because i find it exciting and till that point engineering was not as exciting to me like i was doing it just for the sake of doing it i would say and once i got introduced to these two then i started to look for schools in india which would teach this and i found this one school which is called uh, national institute of design that's the one that became like kind of like my dream and i spent my final year completely preparing for it we even went there to just you know look at the campus get the feels of it and be more inspired to like you know work harder to get in but unfortunately the course that i wanted which was mb uh, like a design management course which would be on the intersection of both like design as well as strategy and would take up a little bit of human centered design like i didn't get into that and so i just ended up doing a job but while i was doing that job i you know kept on uh, researching more about uh, what um what i can do in design and what i can do for strategy and how i can sort of advance my career in that direction and uh, that's when i realized that okay uh, you know in addition to applying for nid maybe i'll also apply for courses abroad now if you're coming to the us it's a good idea to take a program which comes under stem so stem is the stem stands for um science technology engineering and math so any of the programs that fall under stem uh have like a three year period for working whereas any other programs like a mba or a arts related course only get one year for working in the us so because this had three years i was like okay let's find a program which is more science oriented but also like uh is towards um design and uh arts and psychology and that's how i found like human centered uh, sorry human computer interaction and once i found that course uh, i started seeing what kind of prof- professions people get into uh, when they're doing this masters program and that's how i discovered okay ux is something i can do or uh, ux uh, and ui i would say is very different because ui mostly has to do with visual design and what something looks like whereas ux is more about um how something works and does it solve people's needs and problems so i would say ui is not something uh, that i studied but ux is what really got me going so yeah i would say that i know it's a long story but that's how i got introduced from engineering to ux so going back a little bit how was your life at vjti mumbai and how did it set up set you up for a career in ux or ui so vjti i would say is a very special place in the sense that it attracts really cool minds i would say uh, i know it's a bad i mean i don't really endorse that uh, you know giving cet and then the top rankers all going to one college i don't really endorse that but 
because the system is such it really attracts people who maybe some of them are just bookish but then a lot of them are also like i i don't know uh, for me bjti itself didn't give me much as much as the people in bjti did like everyone was super motivated everyone really wanted to do something in their life and that's what kept me going life at bjti professors classes labs i i wouldn't say i was most satisfied with that but as i said like i learned a lot from my peers and actually even at bjti i started working for the nonprofit called make a difference and that influenced a lot of my engineering life like i spent a lot of time there so yeah i would say bjti in a sense it, what i take away from vjti is the people and the motivation and inspiration that they gave me so as a person coming from electronics and telecommunication background did it ever hit you that i am not doing what i have learned because many times we go through this phase where we learn many things maybe it's in our college or maybe it's in our school but then we end up doing something else then we start questioning ourselves that am i doing it right since i have already learned so much in my college am i going on the right path this question comes so how did you deal with that i totally empathize with that like that question haunted me till you know i got some validation that okay i can do something in design but till i had that i kept thinking that you know i spent four years studying this and now what am i going to do with all this knowledge and what am i going to do with all that i have studied because it's four years is a long time to invest in something and then not do anything about it so i would say yes it did bother me but now when i look in hindsight i'll give you an example so i was looking for jobs this these past few months and i came across a company which was in the telecommunications sector now because i had a background in electronics and telecommunication i had an edge over the other candidates and i would say that that it was really easy for me to understand what the company did and what the products were because i had some domain knowledge in electronics and telecommunication because of my engineering so i would say the knowledge doesn't go completely waste it's just that it's very unpredictable where it will help you like i learned a lot about neural nets and you know image processing voice processing and all of those things and i was like you know i i really had fun learning that but where am i applying it right now but if you are in the tech space you're going to be applying for companies which are in all of these spaces some companies are going to be in ai and machine learning and you're going to be able to understand the company and the product better and be able to talk to the users more easily rather than if you were from a background wherein you know you hadn't studied these things so i would say it doesn't go completely waste it's just that you can't be like okay i can't use this knowledge anymore because you don't know where where it will come in handy Uh, could you explain for the listeners what a UX you designer exactly does? Sure. So basically, what a UX actually, I would like to start with a UX researcher and then transition to a UX designer. But a UX person, either designer or researcher, what they do 
is they try to empathize with the users of a particular product or a service and they try to learn their needs what are their challenges what are their pain points using a particular product or service and then try to make it more geared towards them or more towards something that solves their problems so that's what basically a ux person does it understands the needs of the people and then you know, based on that it either provides insights on what should be done or designs things of what they should look like so what a ux researcher does is they do this talking to the user they talk to the user they gather all of that data now that's a lot of raw data when you talk to the users so you need to sort of analyze that data and come up with insights on what exactly the user was saying and how to put that in context of the product or the company that you're a part of so basically a ux researcher comes up with these insights or a strategy or whatever you need and then what a ux designer does is okay so the ux researcher tells me this is a insight about the user and then a ux designer thinks of creative ways of how they can incorporate this insight in the product itself how can they design to serve this particular need that has been identified by the ux researcher Nice. Uh, I saw this documentary on Netflix called Social Dem- Dilemma, and there was very one very strong point mm-hmm. about how uh, the UX and UI changes how you react to stuff, how the companies are making you, mm-hmm. how they are actually controlling you just by using these elements of UX and UI. So, what do you want to say about this particular topic? That's a great question. and when i saw that documentary i am aware about the hooked model which they talk about in the documentary and i was actually working for a company which for which i did a workshop wherein we tried to implement that hooked model for the product that we were working on so basically we were trying to understand can we get people hooked to our product and if we can how can we do that Now the question that you asked me is a very ethical one I would say and uh, UX can be applied in that sense also wherein you totally get into the user's mind and give them what they want with a variable reward so they keep coming back to you or you can apply UX to something which probably is a product in the healthcare field and is making the lives of uh, frontline workers easier So what I do on a personal basis is that I would rather work for a company who's u- using UX for the good rather than for something which gets people hooked to social media. So I don't have a clear answer and I don't judge people who um work in that space. It's just a personal choice for me to make um deliberate decisions to not work or to not use ux uh, to exploit people like there are a lot of dark ux patterns out there but i would make a personal choice to not get into that i completely agree with yeah. that that uh, many people don't see the ethical area but the few like you who do are very very firm about it what you actually want from them and that is really really uh, something which i respect So, how is your life in USA different than life in India? 
Mm, so I'm not living with my parents anymore, which is a big difference. And I would say the change has been for good. It's different because I have to do a lot, all my work by myself, and I don't really rely on my parents for doing things for me. Like there are so many things that you have to get done in a day, just like around the house, and then you have to like. do your own finances do your own taxes basically adulting like is what i experienced once i came to the us even though you sort of have that safety net because your parents keep saying you know whatever you need we're there or like just tell us if you need something but then when you're in the us you sort of it's more like trying to prove yourself to yourself like you want to do things on your own so that you get that sense of accomplishment that okay i can live by myself uh, and do things on my own and uh, do things that i've never done before cook and also attend classes and also do the part time job all at once it's hectic but you sort of learn to multitask and like time management becomes a big thing like you learn to do all of that and um it's it also gives a sense of freedom right like if you've been living with your parents for 23 years and then you completely move to a place where there is there are zero restrictions so i would say like you get that taste of freedom wherein you get to make all decisions by yourself you can do whatever you want you can go wherever you want this permission thing does not come in So I would say it was very different in terms of giving you a sense of independence but then also like you start to think of the consequences that if I take these decisions what would happen like I feel parents used to do that work back in India and give that decision to you but here you have to do that totally in you in India I guess we are really coddled and we always have our parents support but uh... uh all the independence in us must lead to a lot of personal growth i guess absolutely it's insane how much i have um i feel like i have changed or grown in the past two years compared to how i was in india uh, did you face any difficulties while applying for universities in usa so i as i was telling that i really wanted to get into nid which was in india So I applied for that but I was like if I'm going to US then I'm only going to apply to the top colleges because financially it made sense only to invest money if I was going to get the worth of it by going to a university that lived up to its name so I applied to five colleges CMU Georgia Tech Michigan Ann Arbor and University of Maryland and university of washington seattle these were the five colleges that i applied for and i got into university of maryland only i did not hear back from the other colleges i mean i got a rejection letter from them and it was sort of expected because they needed a pointer like my pointer was 7.2 i think and they needed a pointer which was much higher because my the job that i was doing was not directly related to the program that i was applying for like it relied a lot on my education also and um, my gre score was 319 i think 
and Georgia Tech and CMU needed I think a 325 to get in so i mean in spite of all of that you know on the website they say that you know gre score is not the only thing that we see pointer is not the only thing that we see but then i would say those are uh, important factors that influence your acceptance that's another reason to study and do well in your engineering because even though you don't think that the knowledge is going to help you to do what you want to do in the future but these grades are really influential so i would say even if it's like just think of it as something that you have to do for your dream in the future and like study and get those grades so i would say application was not that difficult it was a pretty standard i had to give my gre and tofel and there was a essay some colleges had two essays and the application form itself like it had some questions about why this program and all of that so filling out the application was um i would say okay didn't take much and because i applied to just five colleges it was fine like i didn't feel like it took a lot of time do you think that since only one college accepted to you there was no dilemma so i got into nid too <laughs> so i that was like my dream college so i didn't get in my final year that was 2016 i didn't get in my 2017 was not as serious as because i was busy with personal things in jan when the exam was there but 2018 i was like this is the year i'm going to get in and because i had applied to colleges in the us there was less pressure on me i would say to get into nid but i was like ah you know it didn't happen for two years it's not going to happen this year is what i thought but then turns out i got into nid and i got into umd at the same in the same year so it was hard decision to make because this was kind of my dream college for so many years you know for almost 3 years and then to completely switch to umd was a big decision because i had gone to nid spoken to the seniors seen the campus seen what they learn and all of that so i i was very sure of what i'm going to be doing in an id and i was sure that i'm going to like it whereas about umd i wasn't very sure about i think because um us is sort of the land of opportunities in terms of jobs in terms of just doing things and the freedom that would get me to be in a completely different country and i also spoke to some of the professors and uh, like alumni of that program and uh, they really helped me solidify this decision to choose umd over nid okay i did not know about that acceptance <laughs> <laughs> yeah and since now we have mentioned that you had two choices and you took the right one because in the end we 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 always say that what we took at that particular time is always the best decision because we can't go back and change it anyways exactly so how was your experience at university of maryland and how was the atmosphere there different from atmosphere at vjti amazing campus like i think that is the <laughs> very visible distinction UMD campus is huge like it is literally like a small town in itself i i i feel like you can take easily about 2 hours to go from one end to another if you're going like walking so it was huge it was very beautiful 
and in terms of technology also like BJTI the labs and everything had very old machines i'm not i'm not sure if they have upgraded now like this was back in 20, till 2016 but in terms of like amenities infrastructure and just the campus itself umd was a big upgrade in, in terms of professors i would say people here were much motivated to influence the students rather than the faculty in vjti like i had some faculty in vjti which i was really dear to them and like they influenced my life a lot and i learned from them but here i experienced that with every faculty and life at umd was really fun because for the first time i was supporting myself also like i was doing this part time at a african american cultural center so that was like a big transition or to learn that new culture and to be a part of that uh, uh, small cultural center was really fun so i was earning by myself and i had some help from my parents financially so that the like the money aspect was set classes and everything so we i had taken three courses in each semester and that was pretty much easy to handle umd had a lot of research opportunities for me because it's a more research heavy institution there were a lot of professors who were conducting their own research in very different fields like there were some people who were working in the xr space like pr ar and then there were some people who were working with people with dementia and there were some people who were working in the inclusive design space i ended up working with a professor who was doing technology research with kids now because i worked with a nonprofit in india which was dealing a lot with kids and i got very educated about this particular population and became very passionate about them i ended up doing research with this professor perin every tuesday and thursday we would conduct one and a half hour of research sessions on different topics of how kids consume technology because i mean it's kind of inevitable right these days kids who are 3 and 4 are using technology to ext- to an extent where i think i didn't use that much till i was 12 in 12th or something so it's kind of inevitable so basically this research was around like how can we do it in a better way and how can we involve kids in code designing technology which is for them so that was the research that i was doing and yeah i mean life is pretty set because i had this research gig going on i had this part time gig i had the courses that i was doing and i was also working with a nonprofit called women in tech and they were doing projects to understand why women are leaving the field of tech as at a much higher rate than women are leaving other fields so that was another thing that was going on so i was pretty busy but i was really enjoying the work that i was doing on all of these different projects and in vjti just to compare and contrast the only side thing that i was doing was working with the nonprofit and then you know just studying at vjti so i would say this was a big difference so looking back do you wish you did more mm, extracurricular stuff or side projects in vjti honestly i didn't have time like until my second year i was working with the cultural fest 
in addition to their non-profit and then studies so i would say i didn't really and have time and when there was a year when all three things were overlapping and i used to come home and i was completely exhausted and i wouldn't spend much time with family which at that point you don't really realize that you're missing out but now that you're here you're like okay if i hadn't spent those years back in at home i would have really missed my family so that that was not happening so i happening so i feel that what i had in vjt i was enough for that time maybe i could have done more and i wish i would have done more but then thinking from a practical point of view like you have only 24 hours in a day and there's only so much you can do so was vjt your first choice when you were filling the cap form yeah i mean so i I mean I didn't really have a preference for the field because I was like you know I I don't know what am I doing in engineering I think I'm going to find out so because there was no preference in field my father wanted me to take computers because he's a computer engineer and he was aware about the professional opportunities that software engineers have which I am right now like financially I feel they are paid way more than others So I wasn't really thinking from that point at that time. So I didn't really have a choice. So I just went with BJT is very reputed in Mumbai as you said. So I just went with that branding. So should people go with branding or they should do research while entering the colleges depending on what their demands are? The second one for sure. Because like if there is someone like my brother Dhruv he is very inclined towards engineering and he really likes what he's studying at least that's what he tells me so he because for someone like him it makes sense to choose the field over the college because wherever you are you're going to be learning the same thing and you'll have some opportunities everywhere so if you are passionate about a particular field go for it over the college or the brand for sure for me when i joined my first job everyone was like oh vjti vjti and i got more opportunities because of that i wouldn't lie but here people don't even know about it and then so i would say it's fine like to totally choose field over a brand name and i think even jobs wise right right if you get more skills in the field that you're more passionate about it'll be easier to get a job rather than just a brand name I mean till how far can that help you Yeah any final advice for college students trying to get into university in US Try to do a lot of different things a lot of different things which you've never done before like um don't get lazy I feel like I got very lazy sometimes I spent a, time, a lot of time watching a lot of TV shows <laughs> hours which a lot of people do but i would say get out of that uh <laughs> like get more disciplined i had a very hard time getting myself into that discipline because when you're supposed to like handle your class your job your uh, making food at home like doing things like you you're sort of forced into it so why not you know start to get more disciplined uh right from college because that was one thing like if i had to go back in time i would change that and just travel more 
like that's something that i came here and started doing and i wish i would have done back in college Naisha it was great talking to you today learning a lot of stuff about UI UX and about your life and especially how you dealt with uh, various problems in your life and you finally found what you love which was very very great to hear because many people are just confused with their lives and listening to their listening to your story they will really realize that they should really do what they actually want to they just need to think peacefully and just go ahead with that So thank you very much for your insights today. Thank you so much guys and wish you all the luck like this is a great effort uh this podcast I don't know what I was doing when I was 19 so kudos to you guys for doing this and I'm sure a lot of people who hear your podcast would get uh some knowledge about what they should be doing with their life. So thank you Naishi for being here. It was great having you. <laughs>